ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thank you for watching a live edition of East West Football Podcast. I'm Fidel Barraza. Mine's still with me like always, Jer Martinez, Kendall Whitley. What's going on, guys? Pump, man. Pump, right? I mean, what? Monday is the the legal tampering period? Monday it is, but you know, a lot of these deals probably already came together now. This past week at the Combine, Sunday night. You can start hearing some stuff on Monday, but yeah, Monday is the legal tampering deals won't be official to the 15th which is at 4 p.m eastern time wednesday yep so we have a lot going on um lamar jackson being tagged right so i mean that's a story of its own um you know is is he going to be a baltimore raven starting in 2023 when the season starts uh you got the new york jets traveling across the country to california to visit uh perhaps your new quarterback in aaron Rodgers. And we got Daniel Jones in a new contract. So a lot going on. Lots. And, uh, you know, it, there, there's a storyline in between each one, right? Because, it, 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 I mean, I don't know which one do you guys want to go with first, right? I mean, you guys pick. And then we just bounce off of each and, other. I mean, there's there's more than that. I mean, you got uh, Derek Henry being potentially on the trade block. I mean, I who saw, saw that? that That's crazy. Are they are they yeah, in full but, tank mode? That's what that's the biggest question. I'll start. I'm gonna go with Daniel Jones. <laughs> uh, he just just got a big deal. What was it yesterday? Then they just tagged they tagged Saquon. Heard they already working on a deal with him. I don't think he's worth all that money. And but who am I to be? I mean, I, I want everybody to get their money. But come on, man. Anybody with a mind that, that's a little too much. But you think that one's a, a lot? Just wait till you see the quarterback deals next year. Like it's 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 crazy, man. I, I don't think he's worth all that. Yes, he did get them to the playoffs. They beat the Vikings. A lot of people picked them to beat the Minnesota Vikings. But we're gonna see, man. Brian Dayball came came there uh, this past season. Did a pretty good job with them. I like to see them. I mean, they gave him a lot of money, but can they build a team around him? Get get them some wide receivers, man. Uh, they cut Kenny Galladay. Shepard's a free agent. Get him a wide receiver, man. Get him a couple of wide receivers. I think you'll get the, get even more out of Daniel Jones. But we're gonna see if he can live up to that contract. Of what you said, I think that's. I think you kind of hit the nail on the coffin, right? But I do think. That 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 contract is eerily similar to the one that the Dakota Prescott got with the Dallas Cowboys, so I, I believe his and and his average salary is going to be about I don't know they're saying about forty, but the first year it'll hit it'll hit like like the way it did with the with the Dak this year, you know coming at nineteen mil, but then from there it just boom it's going to hit that spike at forty nine fifty two, and then it hits the the downward on the fourth year. So 
you know, some questionable calls there. I think, I think if anything, when you look at the Baltimore Ravens, I think, I think I wish I could have coined that, you know, coined that little conspiracy theory first, right? Cause it's pretty interesting, man. I think the way the Ravens kind of playing this out with, with Lamar Jackson, right? Letting the rest of the NFL kind of dictate his market so they can pay him. I will tell you this, regardless of what, yes, Lamar will be a Baltimore Raven, whether he chooses to play, that's another story, which is something to be closely monitored, monitored to. But I will say this, is it is that relationship between the Ravens and, I'm just saying, Lamar Jackson has is that relationship and are they in bad terms now going forward? Well, I mean, you would have to think they're not in good terms or else they would have a new contract, right? So, uh, a couple things. One of them being is that, hey, Lamar, go ahead and try to sell yourself to another team. That way you can see that no one is going to want to give you a fully guaranteed contract. So, that's number one. The other one being is that they probably know that no one's going to offer him a contract and they want someone else to kind of do their homework for them. So that way Lamar can come back to Baltimore and say, hey, let's just say the Jets. The Jets offered me this kind of contract. What can you offer me? Well, oh, guess what, Lamar? We'll give you $10 million more and we'll be done. So that's the other thing that could possibly be going on. Yeah, like, I mean, what you said, I wish I could have, I wish I was the one that coined it first, right? But I don't, you know, sometimes mainstream media or sometimes and here's the other thing, creator that just comes up with it. Go ahead. He doesn't have an agent more difficult for him to get this kind of deal done because when you have an agent they're in charge of that they're the ones that are calling teams teams are calling the agent and unfortunately and and i'm not saying unfortunately because he should have an agent but in this kind of situation it would be a really good idea to have one i mean but you know he's trying to keep all that money so what's so And and i understand i i'm not against anybody you know keeping all their money yeah, there's been rumored the Falcons would be interested, but then I know we said yesterday a lot of teams came out and said that they weren't interested, but that's another conversation for another day. That was a little strange there, but I think we're on the Falcons not being – Falcons were interested now, they're not. If he was to go to Atlanta, um, we all saw what happened when they had Michael Vick or whatnot, but then they was in the running for the Sean Watson last year, and that team has a lot of cap space. So I think it would be a good fit if he would if he, if he go to the Falcons. But ultimately, I think like Jerry said, rather he like a nice probably going to be in Baltimore. At least this year. I mean, no. Who, who's going to want to give up two first rounds and then a fully guaranteed contract to to somebody that hasn't even I, uh, got to to an AFC championship? Well, I have a team, but unfortunately for them, they don't have a first round draft pick that uh, this year, and that's the Miami Dolphins because of the whole tampering with Tom Brady and uh, Stephen Ross was uh, Sean Payton. Uh, they got that number one round, uh, number one round draft pick taken away. So they don't have one. So if Lamar does want to talk to Miami, he's going to have to wait till after the draft. I will tell you this, just to kind of re, uh, revisit the, the topic that that how Kendall started, right, which is with Daniel Jones. Do you th- do you guys think that maybe perhaps uh, the Giants are, are following the blueprint of the Dallas Cowboys? Because, you know, at this point, the way it's, it's trending, they had to get a deal done. So they went ahead and said, you know what? Bringing in this new coach, he was able to get Daniel Jones to do some things on offense. Um, let's give him the four-year deal, similar, and then whatever the Cowboys do, we're going to go ahead and mirror what they've done because they've obviously built up a, content, a contender team in the NFC East. And now we're looking; it looks like it looks like Dak's contract 
is going to be revisited uh, pretty soon. And that contract might be uh, redone in the middle of the night, they say. So that's Ooh. my question to you guys. I do. <laughs> you do think so? You think they're following I Cowboys? Do. Yes, I do. Why not? <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's a legit question. I mean, I think I think when you look at it, I mean, the only thing is Daniel Jones only has one good year. With Dak, he came in. He had a sensational when you, rookie season. When you look at the when you look at the contract they got for Daniel Jones, it's all, it's really the first two years that are really guaranteed where he's getting the most money. So I think after the, about two years, I don't think he's the long term answer. New York, he will, maybe was a with a four year deal, but the first two would think it's fully guaranteed. And I think after after next couple of years, I don't think he'll be with the Giants or whatnot. They, I think they can get they can get out from that contract. I wonder if I would have paid Daniel Jones that amount of money he got. <laughs> and uh, I understand that that Brian Dayball probably thinks he can make him better, and uh, you know he might he might be able to, right? I mean, who who did Daniel Jones really have at wide receiver? I got Not really anybody. I got this from Javier, so I'm I'm, I'm getting a shout out to Javier Zuniga, right from Cowboy Cast. He says, if you know if he if they re-sign him, I think Brian DeBall they they they're fully in with Brian DeBall and they're getting him the players that he wants. And maybe perhaps Brian DeBall said that this is my guy at quarterback. And I think that this is kind of like one of those situations where Brian DeBall is kind of like taking the lead, taking the charge. But dang, if that ship goes down, man, everybody's gonna be a part of that that Titanic when it sinks. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, and no, I mean you gotta figure. You got to think that they're going to kind of sign a wide receiver, draft a wide receiver this offseason. So that's definitely going to help out Daniel next season. They had to keep – I think he only had, what, 15 15 touchdowns throwing and then seven rushing touchdowns, and, yeah, they tagged Saquon. And they got a lot of cap space. So they can build a team in the draft or in Frazier. They can put some pieces around them. That's what they're going to need. Just to get the most – just look at at Tua, Tyree Hill-Waddle. Look at Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Burrow, um, Josh Allen. That you've seen you the performance out in that third year of the quarterback. I know this is dangerous, what fourth year, I think, with the Giants. Like, you got to build around them, man. Just build around them and just see what you can get from them. Yeah. And then, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, well, this quarterback is still trying to decide what he's going to do. Is he going to play? Is he going to retire? Is he going to request a trade? That quarterback being Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, it looks like, uh, you know, some teams are out on Aaron Rodgers. So, essentially, it's only either he's going to retire. He's going to be a Packer or he's going to be a New York Jet. So the team traveled to California to meet and greet Aaron Rodgers. And they flew back. Uh, Aaron was not on the plane. So everyone's still trying to figure out, like, what exactly Aaron Rodgers is going to do. It's crazy, man. Uh, they, I know um, the owner went there. Joe Douglas went there. And then Daniel Hackett used to be his OC. And, um, Four court press. Yeah, former the Broncos, and then the uh, now the OC, he used to be the OC of for uh, Rodgers in Green Bay. They all went down there, and they all came back with, without Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, it's crazy, man. I mean, we know Rodgers; he's a, he can be a strange guy. He makes decisions on his time. He does what he wants to do. That's what Green Bay's been putting up with for the past few years. I don't see a scenario where he can go back to Green Bay because essentially, if you're Green Bay, you let him go talk to somebody. You're like you're not going to let him. Like you, why would you let him go talk if you want him back? And then from Rogers' standpoint, he's probably you know he can be sensitive, so he's probably feeling like, well, if they're letting me go talk, they don't want me back. I don't see a scenario where we can go back to Green Bay. I really don't know what you, what you guys think about it. How can you go back after they letting you go talk to somebody? It, it seems like Green Bay is ready to move on to Jordan Love. 
But I just I can't see him go back to Green Bay. Now I'm not gonna go all in on the jet. I do think something's crazy. I thought that deal would have been done by now. Maybe it gets done next couple of days. But this I don't see a scenario where he can go back to Green Bay. Burn something last minute. But I just I don't see it. That's a lot of money. So I can see him going back to Green Bay. The bonus is essentially it's in his court. I honestly I'm gonna just chime in. Uh, why Jets? Why? I mean <laughs> Well, he gets that money even if he's not with Green Bay, though, right? Well, well, no. Well, I mean, look, well, essentially, yeah, 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 the team would have to eat up yeah. some of the money, but they yeah. would have restructured it. But the most money he would get if he stays in Green Bay. But here's the other thing, Jerry, you're asking why. Well, let me tell you why. Because Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, wants a veteran quarterback there. We saw the disaster at that position last season with Zach Wilson and Mike White and uh, Joe Flacco. You think he wants that product out there on the field? They should have made the playoffs. They should have, but with the quarterback struggles, they weren't able to. The thing is with A Rod, we saw man, his, he's on the decline. It, it was like towards the end of the season where he got his his ayahuasca or whatever you want to call it that 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 herb or whatever, and he started playing good again. Opioid or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. And then his uh, what is that that I mean his little his five days of of complete dark solitude. Like I mean, number one, why show off about all that stuff? Keep that to yourself. Just go do it by yourself, man. I don't care. This is football. I want to talk about football. I don't want to talk about you going into a five-day uh, five dark binge. You know what I mean? Like, that stuff doesn't interest me. But I understand there always has to be a bad guy, right? Because there's too many good guy uh, personalities in football, and that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers are. But I will ask the reason why I asked that question is, can A-Rod make the Jets a Super Bowl contender? Because the AFC is the toughest division in the entire NFL, period. Point blank. Well, well, my thing right now is, okay, I think he can make him a, a competitor, a contender in AFC. But, I mean, look at Rod. He's only going to be in New York probably two years. Let's just say two years. He's 30. That's it. It's I a two-year deal. He's, yeah, probably two years only. What is he, 39, 38, 39, whatever he is. He's about to be – he's okay, like Jerry, I think he is on decline. He played a couple bad games last year. I remember one game against the Titans on Thursday Night Football, I believe. It wasn't a good performance. <laughs> um, I, he's on decline and whatnot. And that division, AFC East, you're talking about going to Foxborough, playing New England twice a year, playing Buffalo twice, playing Miami. Like, the AFC, look at – I mean, your whole AFC as a whole is, is competitive and tough. Um, I think – and then we even talked about this. What about the, comp- the compensation? What are, what's the Packers going to get from the, uh, from the Jets? First round pick, maybe a second round pick. I mean, because they got to take Aaron Rodgers off their off their books and whatnot. It, so I don't think they just give them up. <laughs> well, no, I mean they're going to get a draft pick, and it's probably going to be a one. But here's the other thing: I think maybe, maybe uh, a draft I pick think, and a player. Rejuvenate Rodgers going to a really good team. I feel like the Jets have they got a, a lot of young talent there. I think he would make a huge difference for the Jets, especially with that defense. What do you do with Zach Wilson? Man. What do you do with Zach Wilson though? On the bench. Cut him. <laughs> no, I mean if Aaron gets hurt, something happens, and we've seen Aaron get hurt before, then hey, guess what, Zach? It's your time. You can come in and see what you can do. He's the second yeah. overall pick in the in the draft. You know, uh, less than I mean, this is well, year they, three. They did say that they did say they want to bring in a veteran and have Zach on the bench and watch the veteran. They did say that. Let, 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 let me just say this: they will not. They would have not traveled to California yesterday 
if their intentions were not to try to trade for Aaron Rodgers. If the trade for Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be the starting quarterback. And I think we all know that, right? So, I mean, look, Salah's job might be on the line. It's the playoffs this season. What, is, is this year three? I will say this. With, with Robert Sala, I think they probably would be a little bit more forgiving because he he did – he did with a, what a lot of teams did, would not do. He cut ties with his offensive coordinator when he, he just didn't like the performance. I don't know who that was him or that was the owner. Saying, like, hey, someone's got to pay for, you know, what happened last season. So, I mean. Who might have said it was Robert As Sala's above, decision. so below. Remember that saying. Hey, with this another twist to it. Let's just say, we talked about this pre-show. What do the Jets do if they don't get Aaron Rodgers? It's a great question. I mean, it's a great question. You're stuck what with Zach they, Wilson. They, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis Winston, Lamar Jackson. I mean, what do they Zach, do? Zach Wilson will not start for this team next season. He will not, unless someone gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo would be the other option. Still, Mike White, he's still there. Well, I mean, because there's so many storylines that we can go with. Because I, I have well, Mike this, White, I have this feeling that J- I feel like Jimmy I G. I feel like Jimmy G is going to be a Houston Texan next year. Mm-hmm. That's just my... That's just my gut feeling. And, and and the reason why, obviously, the ties to the 49ers and D'Amico, I mean, he could be a bridge for that quarterback if he chooses to, you know, go quarterback with his second pick overall. Or are you going to start your second you pick? Go quarterback. Yeah. Start your second pick. You got a young team. But I'm just saying, at this point, some people are very judgmental about this quarterback class. Now, don't get me wrong. I like what I saw with C.J. Stroud. Uh, it would have been nice. I, I know people are very happy with Brian, uh, Bryce Young's uh, measurables, but C.J. Stroud looked really nice in the combine. So we'll see. I'm just saying, do you really want to throw a rookie quarterback out there and him to learn from, you know, the wildfire? Or you try to tell, to, tell Jimmy G, hey, come on, man. Come on down over here. Because you really think that Jimmy G can make the Jets a Super Bowl contender? Let's just be honest. They're better than Zach Wilson. If he can stay on the field. <laughs> you see, you, you see, you, you both kind of basically said, I don't know. No, it's, it's, I, it's, I said it's, he's better than Zach Wilson. It's, it's, if he it's can, all stipulation. If he can stay on the field. If he can stay on the field. Yes, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Next year. Well, what are you doing in San Francisco with the good defense? He took him to an NFC championship. He took him to the Super Bowl, so he's capable of taking a team there. And I believe he the Jets' defense is that good. That, well, that as well. <laughs> well, besides that one throw, he overthrew Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. But that's old story. I believe he got hurt that year a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, by that time, everyone's hurt. No one's 100%. Look at Patrick true. Mahomes. It was hurt. All true. All true statements. I mean – Jeez, man, but I'm just saying with Jimmy G, I think Jimmy G has to look at himself in the mirror and just say, can he get any better? Because I think he he's, you know, like so many people want to give me crap for the Cowboys, right? And then I, I don't care. I'll eat the crow, right? Has Dak reached his peak? You know what? I think at this point we've seen the best of what we have with Dak. But let me ask you guys the same question. With Jimmy G, has he reached his cap? Like his ceiling Have he's, as a quarterback? I think he, he has. I think he has. So at this point, I think that Jimmy G needs to 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 just kind of go. The feeling's pretty good. See if you can... The what? The feeling's pretty good. He went to the Super Bowl. 
But I think Again. at this point, we know what Jimmy G is. I mean, he's going to get hurt. He's going to make some plays. He can get you to the playoffs with a good team, good defense, good supporting cast. But I think we've seen the most of what Jimmy G going to get you. Not to mention, man, the New York Jets fan base is the most ruthless fan base out there, man. I mean, they're they're up there with Raider Nation and who else? What are uh, can I mean? What are the other East, fan bases the out there? The Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Eagles. Can, can, I mean, can you can you imagine? Can you? Yeah, we're very we're very yeah. The Cowboys they the Cowboys can be very toxic, but I will say this, you know. Just think about what it does to a quarterback and his psyche. You go to Houston, bro, Houston's gonna love him. They're gonna accept him. And you know what? He'll probably even play better, man. And I bet I bet you with D'Amico, he could turn the, that he can turn the, the Texans thing around in less than in less than a season. I think within one season, he'll have that whole team manifested and all head in the right direction. You know what? With the Texans, he probably would be maybe right there battling Trevor Lawrence for the AFC South. Maybe they both will be representing the AFC uh, South in the playoffs. That's what I'm trying to get to. Get what I'm saying, Kendall? Yep. And I think because yeah, in that division, Ryan Tannehill, I don't know what they're going to do there. I know the owner came out and said that they're, Tannehill's the future. They're, he, they're in there. tank mode. You heard that here first on East-West football. They're in tank mode. Yeah. I feel the Colts are a quarterback away. The Jaguars, they got a lot of cow like they always do. Every year they go out spending money. Um, and Trevor Lawrence, and speaking of Jacksonville, Kevin really did get reinstated stated today. So that's big for the that's big for the Jaguars, and they, I think they did take Evan Ingram. But I think that division is really up for grabs, really. <laughs> so if you go to team. the Jets, if you go to the Jets, you got the Patriots and the Bills, and and then the Dolphins. Uh, damn man, <laughs> why do you want to do Jimmy G like that? Hey, look, and and also Carolina might be an option for Jimmy G as well. So it's also true. Also yep. true. That's something. That's something that the A Rod should be looking into. Is yep. If he wants out, maybe stay yep. there. But we'll see. All, and all we, very. Yeah. And before we wrap up tonight's episode, let's talk about a quarterback that is with a new team already, and that quarterback being Derek Carr. So he officially signed with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, it looked like he was maybe going to be a Jet, but the media, New York media, might have, you know, had something to do with it. Uh, New Orleans is a little bit more pro or less profile. Then New York, so Jerick's in New Orleans saying no. Let, let me ask. Good signer. Good signer. I, I think it's a good signing, but let me ask you, Fidel. What are the New Orleans Saints getting out of Derek Carr? Can you please explain it to us? Well, they're going to get a quarterback that's going to be on the field. He's, he hardly misses any games. He's a tough quarterback. He's smart. Uh, New Orleans has some pieces around him that I think is going to help him, and I think they got a pretty good quarterback in Derek. And they got a defense, something the Raiders have not had in quite some time. Exactly. I said this in our chat. I think if he goes there, top five team immediately in NFC. I guess give it, now. Let's just see what what happens in free the entire the entire conference. You're saying you're saying the entire conference. As we speak right now, with Derek Carr, I think they're a top five team in the NFC. As we speak right now, how, how about a top five quarterback in the NFC? Well, that's not saying much. They the, the NFC quarterbacks are not that good. A lot of them, man. That's why. That's why I'm asking you, and that's why I'm yeah, asking Fidel. Yeah. Is he is is Derek Carr right now a top five quarterback in the NFC? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. I can. I can. And I can kind of. If they can. I can. If they can get the um, Michael Thomas situation figured out, bring him back. 
I heard they might cut him. Um, they got, I know Jarvis Landry is a free agent, Chris Olave. They got tight end, Juwan John, Alvin Kamara, his situation get handled. That team, that defense with Dennis Allen always been good. So, I mean, I think I think they'll be fine. It's all good. He went to the right division, too. <laughs> I really do think that that's a perfect landing spot for Derek Carr. And like you said, uh, that division is wide open. Uh, we saw Tom Brady, who, I don't know, is he retired or is he not retired? I don't get it anymore. I, I, he plays way too many mind games. But I Last will say I this. Heard he's babysitting a kitten or something like that. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's what we love here on East West, man. So, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, keep posted. You know, uh, make sure uh, make sure you like and you subscribe here on East West Football. And then, of course, uh, we're going to start posting some uh, some edits pretty soon. So make sure you, you share, subscribe, and like those edits too. But that's it for us. And uh, tune also, in uh, Sunday, right? Uh, yes, Sunday. We might have like a um, we plan on having a free agency frenzy show. Tune in to I know NFL Network and all the other all the other big networks are doing it. So why not join the East West? But uh, another thing before we let you go, we didn't talk about Geno Smith. He got a big deal by Seattle. He got resigned. And DeAndre Hopkins, the trade rumors for DeAndre Hopkins are heating up. A lot of news gonna be going on between now and next week, but we'll have you here Sunday on the breakdown. Breakdown. Who who is the other contract? Because that was a good contract. That Geno was thirty. Oh, Derek Carr's contract was also like a thirty-two yeah. mil. Mm-hmm. The, two great contracts. Not expected to be franchise guys. Not expected to be you know facing all that scrutiny like the way Dak Prescott and all that stuff. So great contracts. Good good thing. Like I said. If D Hop breaks, if D Hop gets traded, we're gonna be live. Okay, so you guys better tune yeah, in, man. He might be coming to New England. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at the. I saw him. In, I saw him with. I saw him at the. I saw him with Des Bryant. <laughs> yes, my, yes, sir. Yep. All right, guys. That's it for us. You guys have a good night, and uh, see you guys later. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.